Hello, friends. Mike Cisneros here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We are so proud that you joined us for a part of your day today. We'd especially like to welcome everyone watching and or listening live on Periscope TV and also on Google Hangouts on air. We'd like to welcome all of you that are joining us on our new social media platforms today. We have a very special show today, uh, but first of all, I'd like to introduce uh, my regular cohorts from the gnarlygnome.com, the man who is synonymous with anonymous, the man from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Please welcome once again, the Gnarly Gnome. Thank you very much. Good to be back. Cheers. And also from the Overlook Lodge in Pleasant Ridge, the queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, the one, the only, Miss Tina Cisneros. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. And doing social media for us today. Once again, joining us back, uh, she's taking care of all of the interwebs and the uh, Twitters and tweeters and everything else like that, is Angie Cisneros. Welcome back. And as I said, we have a very special show for a number of reasons. First of all, this is volume two number one so this is the first show of our second season of cincy brewcast i think we all enjoy a nice round of applause for ourselves can't believe we made it this far it's unbelievable it really is unbelievable considering that we, <laughs> how stressful that it was to set up the that we the have headphones. been uh, that we have been uh, able to do this for so long and and we're so sorry we had kept these guys waiting about a half an hour but we are so proud to be joined for the first time we've talked about them a lot on the show in the past but it's the first opportunity for us to be here at on location at 50 West Brewing Company uh, in Newtown slash Marymount slash uh, east side of Cincinnati. And uh, we're so proud to be joined by the co-owner, the president, and the head brewer of 50 West, Blake Horsberg. Blake, welcome Cheers. to Cincy Brewcast. Cheers, and the co-owner... CEO, and uh, you've been dubbed the operations manager, so I give you I the gave blessing. I gave you all these titles, by the way, earlier. <laughs> Bobby Slattery. Bobby, thanks for joining us today thanks on the program. Um, first of all, and this, I have to play this uh, by contractual agreement, we are going to talk about some stuff right away. From the beer fridge. We've been drinking some beer here for about the last 20 minutes or 30. Maybe that's why we had such a hard time getting the, uh, getting the show together. Uh, but, uh, but, um, we, I was, first of all, in my voluminous research that I do for every, each and every program of Cincy Brewcast, uh, I was going through your website today and you have the current beers on tab and then you have the past beers, yeah. uh, including your collaboration today. How many? Just by there, my, there is I, I, no I way they have all the past beers listed on their website. Absolutely, did count, and just as what you have listed, with my third grade counting skills, which are, are even today questionable, 120. However, yes. that, that however, 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 different however, beers. I checked Untapped today, and Untapped has 165 distinct beer check-ins from 50 West. Wow, so. that's cool. So somewhere Somebody's between 120 and 160. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere somebody around in there. The, uh, somebody in your web department has dropped the ball, so I don't know. Um, but that's just – and then I asked Tina, I said, like, for instance, you talk about uh, Dogberry and Fibonacci, some of these guys that are doing a little bit of the nano stuff. Have they even made 120 batches of beer? They certainly haven't made 120 or 130 or 140 <laughs> yeah. different kinds of beer. Is it just – creative craziness just yeah. just a just a, a desire to just try everything that comes across uh, the recipe book or whatever yeah, or just what so. pops into your head um i think it's uh exactly what you just said i think it's desire you know we we created this business in order to brew what we wanted to brew and see uh see what's stuck you know and 
and uh, we've got some good recipes I think that people are digging and you know that's the whole name of the game craft beers variety and tell us a little bit about what we've got going on here today. First of all, I'm drinking, and I, I was told it was the so, the con one of the controversial selections. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this is the State Lines State Lines Lager, Lager. and it's uh, like four and a half percent, just real easy drinking, no brainer beer. And it's controversial because uh, you know craft beer is about exploration, in my opinion, and sort of our brand's opinion, but. Uh, you know, why would we be doing this if we're just trying to mimic or create something that's already out there in mass? Well, I think, you know, I'm of the opinion that there's a time and a place for everything. And I think that, you know, it was time to, to bring out something really, really light that will do well in the summertime. And people are asking for it. So why not? Why not brew it? There's a lot of the breweries out there that like to do an entry level yeah, it, you know, and I guess when you guys first started, more or less, that was your Kolsch, I guess, or it continued. Speed bump. Yeah, so, so we uh, speed bumps always been here. Yeah, it's a Kolsch, um, and it, and it and it's satisfied a need. It's always typically your lighter style styles are always going to be one of the best sellers through the tap room. It just has to do with um, people that are coming here for the first time that may be a little bit intimidated by craft beer. Uh, they don't know where to start, and so that's why we named it Speed Bump. It was sort of that we think of our business as one big, long road trip across 50, and this was your speed bump into craft beer. Uh, and we just kind of, you know, we've done 120 styles over the last three years, and one of the questions came up was everyone had always asked us, like, well, we just want something really, really light. And so we said, why don't we, why don't we do that? And uh, what was interesting about it is, it's not an easy beer to brew. It's not like this is something no. that we knock out in nine, ten days right. and throw it out there. Uh, how long did it take you guys to have this right? Three weeks? Well, four yeah, weeks? Yeah, loggers are three or four week beers, so you know, twice as long as a nail. Yeah, and, and it's it's always been my contention, you know, through the through our our year plus that we've been doing the program now that when the craft brewers start doing the lager styles, they start doing the Dortmunders and the Hefeweizens and the light lagers and things like that. That's almost, to me, a graduation of sorts because most craft beer brewers get in the business and they're cranking out ales. Yeah. And they just want to do ales because yep. they're quick, it's fast in the tank, they don't have that much capacity. But when you start brewing lagers, that means you're stepping into another sort of category of where you have the time or the equipment or the resources yeah. to wait longer on a beer to mature well, we don't have any of those yet <laughs> which is really bad and, and uh <laughs> but you know it like we talked about earlier it's just kind of uh exploring and, and trying different things and, and seeing what works well by the way get over this one's work. coming on yeah real soon right if if it's not on our it, yeah it, this week yeah it's on right now. actually it went on last friday i think okay so one of the things that when you when i talk about controversial when i say that is uh you know there were people within 50 West that we're super excited to finally give people the, Hey, this is what they're at. This is what people have asked us for. And we haven't done this and now we're going to do it. Now on the opposite end, there were, there was another part of our staff. They were like, well, does this mean that we're selling out? And so I think one of the things we wanted to be clear about was we're not going to make 50 West name based on this beer. This is not our goal is to, is to brew a, a lager style. That's really light. That wasn't necessarily, you know, we're not looking to sell this in, in, mass production but what we wanted to show was we do have the ability to do it and one and then two you know for the customer that comes in here that's looking for that there may be a customer that that's their preferred style that they right. want to drink and just because that's the you know what they're asking we wanted to be able to to satisfy that customer um because we said when we started this business it really was about educating people on beer and it was giving them that broad spectrum because people would walk in the door and say 
you know, I don't like beer because essentially they, they just interpret it as it, it was only as good as it was cold. Um, you know, it was cold, it was, it was light and it was, you know, there was either a dog or a girl in a bikini selling it to them. Right. And so we wanted to show them that spectrum. And I think for the last three years we looked and we said, Hey, we've never really had this, you know, we've done Pilsners before, um, but we've never done this style. And so we rolled it out and, uh, it, it's, it's been interesting to kind of, kind of see the, see this beer come about. Um, and then also watch it throughout our entire organization and, and people's different opinions on it. So, without without getting too far ahead in the conversation, because we definitely want to talk about this later. But across the street, you got it. You know, it's well known. It, you know, we're not breaking any news here that you guys are doing an expansion. You're taking over the Hahana Beach mm-hmm. Beach Wait, volleyball. Wait, they're doing what? Yeah. <laughs> Gnome wrote about this several months ago, as well as Jesse Folk and everybody else. Uh, but um, this ought to sail right through the volleyball players over there. We think yeah. so. <laughs> I mean, this just really ought to... I, you know, kind of on a, on a slightly different note, but there was there was one day this summer where we stopped down after work and they had um, the... The, what was it, the one-way street, the uh, the Pilsner, the the, the Saz mm-hmm. Hops yeah. was on tap. And, you know, sometimes like a, a real crisp, light yeah. beer is exactly – it was real hot outside. Oh, and I yeah. you know, sit out on the, the beer garden you, you put up your feet. If, I, if you want to go – if you want to play more than one volleyball game and you want to have yeah. a beer between <laughs> sets, you can't, you I, can't drink you can't right. drink a, a 9.5% yeah. double IPA, I'm telling well, you. Well, the other, thing, the other thing I think that's – Well, <laughs> it's one of the things – You're not much of a volleyball <laughs> player no are you I, well, I'm, I'm really good at it i just you know Shirts everybody off. else might disagree <laughs> you're really good when you got a nine and a half percent double ipa in, I, I think i enjoy myself more than anybody else out there which is what you're drinking that's eight and, a half, eight and a half percent it's delicious I, I think that's what one of the things that makes beer so special and you know we deal with it in the brewery all the time people walk in and they say oh just give me the best thing you got what's your favorite when somebody asks you about your favorite beer is it's like well what's temperature like outside? What am I doing? You know, yeah, like, right, right. and I think, I think that's when you really start to enjoy beer is when you understand that there's different beers for different occasions. And our goal has always been to brew these different styles to celebrate different aspects of life. And like you said, you know, yeah, you're right. People that'll be outside playing volleyball. Um, they may be more drawn to this than they are to this, you know, delicious new rendition of coffee, please that we did right there. Um, Let's talk about that because Tina, I think yeah, you're tell drinking me about that. It. Yeah. So we we made so awesome. we're, we're trying to um, come up with some sort of like dessert. It's called the uh, Choco Churro Coffee Please, and um, we put cinnamon, chocolate, and uh, coffee in it, and it's pretty smooth. It builds up over time. We make some pretty balanced beers. I've come to find. I think oh, not all of our beers are. Uh, as intense as like punch you in the IPA, which past. is on the opposite end of the that's, spectrum. Um, it's uh, you know, it's smooth. It's like luscious. And Bobby always alludes to this, but like when somebody comes in, they say, "I don't like beer." They're thinking of light lager, and then you might turn them on to something like coffee, please. If they go to you know Starbucks every morning and drink coffee, this is a flavor that they're used to, and that that they're they've come to find that is is in their wheelhouse. And we might turn them on to beer. Uh, via a stout, you know, sure. uh, which is kind of neat. It, it, it actually started when we would open. We're in the neighborhoods that surround us. There's some affluent neighborhoods, and some of the women would come in and kind of thumb their noses at the beers. And, oh, I don't, you know, I don't like beer, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, you know, I'm trying to think, okay, they probably go to Starbucks in the morning. And so <laughs> I'm like, do you go to Starbucks in the morning? And they, oh, yeah, I go to Starbucks every morning. I'm like, well, what do you get? And they give us the list. And they said, well, why don't you just try this? Oh, I, I don't like dark beer. And then they drink it and... You know, once then all of a sudden it became like 
they'd come in with their friends and then they were kind of bragging about like, well, I, I drink coffee, please. Of course, you know, it's really awesome. It starts like you get the bitterness from the beer and the, ch- or the, the beer, the coffee and the chocolate in the very mm-hmm. beginning. And then it sort of like, like mellows out into the nice, like cinnamon flavor. And it's just amazing. I'm smooth. really excited about it. Awesome. The mouthfeel on it. Yeah. Is what mm-hmm. gets me. It, it comes off real smooth and real creamy and there's yeah. some lactose in there. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that's delicious. Oh. Excellent, cool. and then you, and then Noam, you're drinking the double. Yeah, this, that's our new double IPA. What was uh, this one called again? Uh, it's called Done in a Day IPA, <laughs> and um, I think it's alluding to uh, hiking. Uh, Tommy Hemmer is the guy who does our uh, our uh, naming these days, and I, I hope he's listening. I think uh, he just logged on to Periscope. Awesome. Oh. Uh, so Tommy, hey, what's up? Hey, Tommy. Um, Anyways, it's um, made with Equinox and Citra and a little uh, Columbus dry hop, and um, it's pretty intense. Loving it. I love when beer is only like four or five days old because that's fresh to me. Oh you know, God, I'm man. always looking oh, at man. dates. Gosh, I'm always looking at dates at the grocery store or, you know, uh, I'm getting one of these, store. by the way, at some point here. Awesome. Wow. Because that's really, and, uh, really I, intense. I think, I think an IPA is fresh when it's like a week or two old, and, you know, that's the brewer in me, but. Anyways, that's FAF, as we call it. Precious fun. Right, right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us, I mean, just tell us a little bit more about what the idea is all the time. Is it just constantly something different? You guys are working on the, you guys obviously have some core stuff that people, you know, for instance, one of the criticisms I've heard from people around is just that, you know, I really like <laughs> fill in the blank. 50 West yeah, beer, but it's not and available. I can't get it yeah. all the time. So, like I said, we're working on that, but um, I think, and that's part of the, the biggest, discussion. The later, biggest but... thing for us lately, or I think actually as we've evolved, is uh, systems. You know, putting these systems in place uh, that actually make up what a brewery is. You know, we we all have this glamorous idea that a brewery is, um, you know, brewers sitting around contemplating what a beer tastes like and yeah we're, we're doing that occasionally we're, we're tasting beer before 5 p.m we drink beer after five that's what i always say but um you know i think it's more except broadly for today yeah except you know we, i blocked out the schedule so yeah, as long as it's honey, a scheduled appointment right you know that, that's uh valid but um you know we've put these systems in place like inventory management and production scheduling and uh, all raw materials procurement that's all those things never really we're in my mind, you know, starting a brewery, but um, I think we've we've done a great job and, and we've got a great foundation to build on. Was that all learn on the go? I mean, or you you know, you're an Ohio University University yeah. graduate. I know a lot of smart yeah. Ohio University graduates. Is that something? Yeah. you got yeah. from school or not? Or uh, yes and no. I studied philosophy at school. I call it my BS in philosophy, but it was a <laughs> BA in philosophy. But um, <laughs> but uh, it's just I. I attribute it to, you know, a very highly skilled team that we've put in place. Um, you know, a lot of different people that are helping us to put beer into package or into kegs. And, um, it takes a lot of, a lot of knowledge, a lot of power. And, you know, we're just putting all the systems in place. So we've got a great foundation, um, making a great product three years ago. I wouldn't be as proud to, you know, pull any beer off of those taps and give it to you these days. I can go up to any of those tabs and say, hey, I'm, I'm really proud of this. I want you to drink this and try it. And, you know, it might not be your favorite, but you can, you know, try the next one and, and hopefully you can find something that you really enjoy. So I, I think you also have to keep – it's a real artist mentality here. 
Um, so all of our brewers, when you when you when you're making one beer over and over and over again, it'd be like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's like once you figure out the recipe and then you're just repeating, repeating. It takes a little bit of the artisan Mystique. part out of it. Yeah. And so our guys have just really embraced that idea of hey, let's 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 find you know new styles or new hops or new ingredients or all, all these different new things that they've been playing with over time, um, which have allowed us to really find these special beers that have shown through. Right. Um, and so our next big step as a business is we've done a great job crafting those, and now it's to take those styles that people are saying. I really want to get this more often and figure out a way to get those to the market more consistently. Um, one of the things we want to make sure we don't lose when we expand though, is we still want to have that creative energy and those creative styles running through. And that's, what's going to be so unique about having the two spaces is over here at the brew pub. We're going to continue to do what we're doing. We're going to continue to roll out new special things. And then across the street, you know, we'll be able to scale it up a little better. And listen, I'll tell you what, we'll take a short break. And when we come back, we'll get on that, sort of second phase what the the gnome in his uh, article which i reread this morning was not 50 west expanding but 50 west growing up so we will uh, be right back uh, with that here on cincy brewcast we're at 50 west you're on location with cincy brewcast you are listening to cincy brewcast on location hi mike cisneros here with a word about brew house dog bones by now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. So when we teamed up with... Uh the masterminds of BLDG um, and told them the idea of what we wanted to do in the name 8-Ball. We basically said, look, just stay away from billiards and, and, and stay away from drugs. And whatever else you got, we're, we're, we're open to it. And they said, well, 8-Ball, okay, we see four guys, knocky knees, short shorts, 8-Balls. And I thought, this is terrible. Uh, and I go back to the owner of the company and I said, You'll never believe what these jokesters want to do. Uh, they want to call it eight ball with four guys, short shorts, knocky knees, eight balls. And um, the lady at the desk laughed so loud that Ken looked over and said, do it. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> 
Mike Cisneros, uh, along with an gnarly gnome, Tina Cisneros, and Angie Cisneros, back here at 50 West with uh, Blake Horsberg and Bobby Slattery. And Bobby was just alluding to the uh, the expansion that's coming up. But I, I wanted to tell I wanted to tell a couple of stories. First of all, I wanted to thank you guys. Uh, we had had plans to do a show with you back in December. And uh, there was a situation that uh, my son was in Los Angeles for school. I went out there, drove out, or flew out to California, and then we drove back, basically cross country, uh, which I sh- was sure you guys would appreciate. Yeah. Uh, to come back, and then we weren't able to do the show that we had scheduled. Nome had set something up, and uh, things didn't work out because of that reason. So I really want to appreciate, really appreciate you guys having the understanding with us, and and sort of understanding that we, that, that that was something I had to do, and that we couldn't meet with you when we had scheduled. So we appreciate that. Secondly, there's a lot of history with myself personally with this building. Um, a friend of mine years ago, still a friend of mine, but uh, he, he used to work here. He was one of the assistant chefs here when it was the Heritage Restaurant. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I spent uh, had our first anniversary as a married couple here together for really? dinner at the Heritage. We were it's news to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we news were uh, we were. Um, uh, early adopters of the Stein and Vine, mm-hmm. uh, drank a lot of Chimay Red and Chimay yeah. Blue, ate a lot of the uh, the barbecued uh, shrimp yep. here, which is dead on the barbecued shrimp that they, which was dead on the barbecued shrimp they served yeah. in New Orleans, which we love. So we have a long history with this place, and for for the longest time, you know, we drive by and they tried a Irish pub type of thing or something here mm-hmm. at one point we stopped in it just wasn't the same didn't catch any of the I guess ambience or whatever you want to that the old heritage homestead had and we used to drive by it whenever we'd come down this part of town and bemoan oh I can't believe that nobody's in there it's mm-hmm. such a great space it's such a great property and we can't understand <clears throat> why no one's going in there then we'd start hearing rumors 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 and then uh as i mentioned you guys before we came on uh, i work downtown and every once in a while i'll drive home through uh, down the parkway and through Mm -hmm. here because it's such a beautiful drive especially on a nice day and one day one glorious day in (laughs) the sun was shining uh, through the clouds in in either late uh, in either in either late spring or late summer maybe even uh i saw him wheeling in one of the tanks As I was driving by, as I was driving by the the place and I went home and I said, Nancy, I said, they're either turning it into a laundry because it looked like one of those great big, I said, or it's going to be a brewery. I said, and if it's going to be a brewery, that's going to make this man very, very happy. And in about, well, January, right of 2012. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, no, 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 no. It was November uh, of 2012. Summertime, we deliver the tanks. Yeah. Right, like right. July, June, July. We opened up, we opened up like November. M- like November of 2012. Mid-November 2012. Right, right. That's so, beautiful. Uh, first off, thank you for and, that story. And, because- and so it is, it, it's, it, and again, you captured, I think, or brought back the essence the essence of what the place was wow. which is a place that served people that served great food i think it's because ser- of these rings it's the, it is <laughs> the it's, rams the, on the wall, it's, really. it's the animal yeah. it's the animal shot animal heads, yeah. which you I, can it, find it, on the, on the it, google plus what, the um, so so one of the things with the melvins it was that that separated them was it was creativity and when you talk about at that time there weren't people that were going down to New Orleans and getting the recipes for shrimp and bringing it back to Cincinnati. Nowadays, that's pretty commonplace for us to be able to go to all these restaurants that have, 
you know, they're bringing in flavors from all over the world. But um, the Melvins were really, I mean, that was cutting edge what they were right, doing. Right, right. They had gone down and, and cooked with uh, Paul, Brud- Paul Prudhomme, yep. K. Paul's Kitchen, and, yep. and, and really explored the scene down there in New Orleans. That barbecued shrimp is from a restaurant, I can't remember, I don't even know if it still exists there or not, called, called Pascal's Manal. Mm-hmm. And it's an Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. but this is this one little kind of Cajun yeah. sort of specialty that they developed. And when they brought it up here, it was just absolutely out of this world. They used to sell the seasoning, and I'd put it on popcorn. Yeah. That's how good yeah. it was. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I find it so neat, too. You know, it's I don't want to say it's easy to do this, but to come into a space, especially a historic building like this, and find right. that soul of the building and, 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 mm-hmm. and capture it and, and turn it into what it is. And that was the concern when you start hearing these rumors that you guys are moving across the street and building this production facility. And it's like, well, how are they going to find some kind of soul in you know, this, this brand new building. And I, I think it's so interesting to see how you guys have, you know, as I said, you were growing up and that kind of stuff and finding that experience of what beer is and, and, and building a space around an experience. And mm-hmm. I, it, it, it fascinates me that you have the brew pub over here, which is about this building and about this history and, you know, about, of course, about the beer, but then to take it across the street and, yeah. and find something that is very new and very different, and but still very... It's beautiful that you get this. I mean, like, this, what is I the, do. You know, this is what we're trying to communicate <laughs> to our audience, and, and you get it. I mean, it's great. It's, it, it's, it's, it's really neat to see, and I, I, I just want everybody that listens to, to kind of get that, Thank too, you. and to kind of Appreciate see it. Appreciate you and, facilitating that. Well, and then we, and then we always talk about uh, the community involvement, and each, it, it, you know, each brewery that we talk to whether it's urban artifact over in north side or yeah. again braxton or or again uh, mad tree or whatever wants to infuse themselves into the community and even though this is a little bit more rural maybe a little bit more upscale uh you know maybe a little bit more suburban uh you do that it, you have taken something that was a big part of the community mm-hmm. out here for a long time and sort of resurrected it resurrected it into what you know, kind of what it was. And, cool. and I appreciate you guys for that. I mean, I think that's great. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, I just want to recognize that Andrew has already brought up the soul. I studied philosophy in college and like, we're already talking about the Sorry, that the gnarly gnome. <laughs> sorry, yeah. nobody knew your name until we'll now. Okay. I'm sorry. Second <laughs> season. <laughs> figure it's probably a good time. <laughs> Last yeah, 50 well show. <laughs> second season. It's going to be revealed at some point. Sorry. Anyways. Um, so, you know, I think that's cool. And, uh, you know, thank you for understanding you know, what we're trying to get across to, to people. And, uh, yeah, we pay homage to uh, the tradition, the history of this place. We've got some artifacts up there, some pewter plates and, you know, the, the rams in the ram room. And so we are paying homage to that history a little bit. But um, even more so, the brand as a whole is, you know, innovative. It's, it's looking at uh, craft beer is trying to come up with you know different flavors and and what people want and and that sort of thing so we've we've embodied a lot of different concepts and those are just two of them and and harkens back to the past and to travel and sort of mm-hmm. a sort of a day when right with you know one of the main we- routes out west that was, was like, 50 and west that was only 150 and, years yeah, ago. yeah yeah i mean you know i mean and 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 uh, so many people took that you know so many people took that road over the years uh i think it's a cool concept and then the story kind of the story how you guys came into fruition because it may have been you it may have been somebody else who, when we first sat down at the bar and ordered a flight and said, hey, this is damn good beer, it, you know, started telling the story sure. about the road trips and the, uh, I mean, I, it's it's to me a shame that you guys no longer brew the Forgot Stevie IPA because uh, it's one of the best, that's, <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a great story. It just, you know, temporarily. <laughs> right, you know, right, right, right. Of, 
service unavailable. That's but, a, uh, that's you were an original, an that OG. Was, that, yeah, was that, was like the, that was like the first. I know, I, I know yeah. when pe- I know when people open. know right when they bring that beer up. It's like, oh, you were really yeah, here right when the, we got here. Yeah, right you're one here. of our 100, you know, top 100 few. <laughs> Thank you, starters. In the in this space, so so with the Melvins, it was like. I, it was really scary to open this because people's memories of this place are like, I mean, we still have people come through with tears in their eyes. Like, hey, I got, you know, this is where we came after I got married or we did, you know, it was a wake for my grandmother. We did it here or I came got here. Got engaged every, in yeah. the tram room. And, and, and so we, um, it was a little nerve wracking. Like, hey, we're going to take over the space and it's we're going to live up. We're going to create our own identity. And that's part of the reason you, you've only seen sort of half the space developed is we kind of said like, Hey, let's not try to tackle this whole thing at once. Let's, let's, let's start with these little rooms and, and make sure that feels special. And then when we're ready to move to the next spots and we're going to be opening two of the rooms upstairs here in a couple months. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really neat, but, um, you know, we wanted to embrace that creativity. And if you look at what, what the Melvins did, it, like I said, it was like, they were all about creating these new experiences with food. And when we came here to, to open this brewery, it was the same, it was the same thing. We wanted to educate the people around here about beer because at the time you know this is only three years ago but the difference between a consumer three years ago and the difference about a consumer today i mean beer lists weren't really even that much on menus that often you know what i mean and now it's kind of uncommon to go into a place and not see a, you know i remember we're talking about like listing abv and ibus and we're like are people gonna know what this is you know it's like <laughs> it's right. like now it's now if you don't see that you're like well, what is this right, you know right. so so let's move on to the expansion and and there there's a lot about that and and noam obviously having written about it and talked about it quite a bit um on the on the program in the past knows a little bit more about it than i do but just tell us you you, i I was thinking about it on the way over in the car and it was kind of like the 50 west brew brew pub one part of the 50 West entertainment and alcohol <laughs> dynasty or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. One part of the diadem right. that is yeah. the yeah. 50 West uh, sort I of... I call it a complex. Complex, yeah. 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 Um, Compound. And, and, and obviously the biggest part of it is, is moving across the street and doing the production facility uh, in the former Hahana Beach bar location. And t- tell us about that. And before you say anything, let me say that... The way that the building was constructed seems to me like it was a thought of, well, if this does not go as what we are doing it as, boy, this would be a great place to put in a production brewery. Yeah, it's like a better production brewery than I know. The impetus is to make more beer, right? I mean, right. That was yeah. the idea. Is like we can't fulfill the you know demand that's out there right now. Uh, we don't have the supply. So really, that was the the genesis of it. Genesis of it all was to to make more beer and. You know, part of uh, this atmosphere, part of this, uh, you know, the fabric of craft beer these days is, you know, what are you doing? What are you providing to your consumer other than, you know, the liquid? And so it's this experience for us, and and we wanted to do that. So you know, Bobby could probably touch on. We we, we on just that. we we dealt with. I mean, it, it it was it was it's frustrating when you have people that call you and they want to get your beer and you have to tell them no. And they're mad, you know, like, I love you. I want to, you know, there's nothing worse when somebody calls us and they're like, so I built a bar at my house. It's awesome. And they show you the pictures. You're like, that's great. That's so cool. And they're like, and you're my favorite brewery. And all I want is to have your beer. And you're like, no. And, and they look at you they're like, 
I, I built a bar with my bare hands. <laughs> I built this for you. And I love you. <laughs> and I want your beer. I want you to inaugurate <laughs> my kegerator. Yeah, what the hell is going there, on? Yeah, I'm, I'm no. sorry. We We're can't keep, do that keep for you. Up our end <laughs> yeah. of the deal. So, so that, that part was frustrating. The other part that we dealt with is, is because the space, the way this space was put together is there are people, people that also go call us and say like, hey, I want to do, I've got 50 friends and we want to come celebrate my birthday and we want to come down there on a Friday. And because, you know, we're a full service restaurant operation over here, they could come in, but it just didn't, it, it didn't feel like it, it wasn't as relaxed as, as, as we wanted it to be. And so we kept getting these requests and we're like, all right, we need to bring more beer. One, you know, two, we need a space for these groups. So we, we don't have to push them away anymore because we'd love for them to come celebrate. And so we kind of just started piecing it together and saying, all right, well, this would be a good space for this. Um, and the other thing that we, we wanted to do was to add, add, create, creative ways to add value to people's lives. Because if you really look at sitting around drinking beer, it's not really an individual thing that you're doing. It's really about the people that you're with and the community that you're drinking with. So, you know, even though you enjoy the flavors and you enjoy talking about it, really what you're doing is you're enjoying time with other people. And so we looked at all the activities that you could potentially build in over there and we said, well, how cool would it be? You know, at the central core of what's taking place over there are really the people that are involved. Well, what if we get these people that are really into beer to maybe play in a volleyball league or maybe go canoeing or kayaking or maybe go on a bike ride or a run um, and figure out a new way to add value to their life that they didn't that they didn't already have um, and, and vice versa you have these bike groups that would show up here you know we open our doors at 11 on a Saturday and we've got all these bikers just waiting to get in and we're like well what if we were able to organize those rides and 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 do those things and and it's just I think it's what we're doing is unlike anything else that you've seen definitely in the city um, and, and really around the country. Um, and so we're excited to be taking that, taking that next step. And, and it, it is a big step for us. It's a little nerve wracking at times because, you know, we have the, the soul of 50 West will always come out of this building. Um, because that, that's where it all starts. So every beer that, that ever hits our tank will always be started brewed here. Um, but I, I think across the street opens up this new opportunity for us to do something really special. Um, and that's, that's where, that's where I think the real excitement and the ability for 50 West to grow will happen. So. Well, now you you told Blake that on his naked brewing days he can't run across the street to get to the right? <laughs> legally. How, legally, how the hell am I going to get legally. across the street? Yeah, right? yeah. Anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, get on YouTube and just look for the naked brewer. I think <laughs> find it. I'll never live it down. That's okay. I mean, it's part of who I am. <laughs> I feel like we should have a Angie's break there, Googling but, uh, right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Angie's going to tweet it. I'm actually trying to configure my sand volleyball team. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, you go nice. you go to our website and you piece it together. I got it right so, here. so, yeah, so some of the details. Uh, first of all, about the production facility, uh, I'm interested in, uh, you know, the raw numbers, which may, may or may not be out there. Uh, and secondly, then, the, including increased distribution but what about package so everybody wants to know that yeah, yeah. right I, it, uh, this last summer when you had that limited run of cans being able to sit by the pool with a can of cool, rainbow right? road was yeah. the greatest thing yeah. in the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> first off we're gonna Blake. Yeah. Like yeah i mean <laughs> he goes that, his family all, in cleveland all i want to do is bring beer home to my family and <laughs> I, my my dad just put in a kegerator up in Cleveland, and, and I supply him with kegs of speed bump occasionally, <laughs> which will probably turn into this lager uh, eventually. But That's the phone um, that somebody calling from a bar at home yeah, they want wanted to know why your dad got one, but they, they can't oh, yeah. get one. <laughs> um, so, Mike, you had alluded to you know our, our raw numbers. We 
I can tell you what we've purchased, what we plan to do. Um, we've got a 20-barrel brew house coming in. I'm actually going out to Portland tomorrow to go see it, make sure it's uh, set up the way we want, configured the way we want, and it can make some last-minute changes. But it's being delivered next week. Um, you know, we've, we've started the expansion with all the contractors over there building up the space. And so it's well on the way. Um, we're looking to open here shortly. Uh, don't want to put a ish, date ish, on it yet, yet because, uh, <laughs> you know how that works. But um, we got four 40-barrel tanks coming in, and um, we plan to, you know, produce 5,000 barrels uh, over the fiscal year. And out of that, we plan to uh, package uh meaning bottling, canning, small portion of it. Um, can I divulge? I mean, I think that I think 10% is what I'm hearing. Yeah, so the goal is to produce package for uh, the volleyball operation, you know, that, that on-site operation. We want to produce package to go um, so that people can take some beer home to them. And, you know, that's, that's the goal. Uh, we, to back up a little bit, we wanted to be able to set precedent. We want to be able to set memories and experience for these people to have when they go to buy our beer on the shelf or, uh, you know, at a convenience store someday. Um, you know, I, part of this is, is, you know, you talked about soul earlier, is, is who we are, is, is trying to make connections with people. You know, this community, this communal thing. So that's, that's all uh, part of it. And I don't, want to just push our beer out there if it's not ready to be in a package and shelf stable so anyways those are some of the raw numbers and sort of the ideas that i've got going through my head but you'll see us so you will see us on draft if you if you're if you have the ability to put us on draft cincinnati we're going to be able to get it to you um package if you want package from 50 west you're going to need to come to 50 west but you're going to be able to get package out of our facility um, we're not expanding the package out to uh, retailers yet because when we do it, we want to do it the right way and we want to make sure that we're expanding in the right sort of in the right steps. And so we kind of said part of it is we think it's cool. Like if you go to a, you go to your friend's house and you know, to have a 50, uh, you know, a four pack of 50 West beer sitting in your fridge it's kind of special because you came to the, right. you know, you came to our place yeah, and you picked sure. it up and you experienced 50 West and that allows you to tell that story of 50 West of like, Oh yeah, we went down there and we saw this, this, and this. And so, um, you know, one day you'll see that, that package be scaled out a little bit further, but the next step for us is to package that, you know, we hate it when people come here and they want to purchase package and they can't walk out, you know, they can walk out of here with a growler, but you know, growlers are nice for certain things, but there's sometimes where you're like, listen, I just don't want to bring another. This is going to be my 40th large glass container that I have to find a spot in my basement. Or, for. or your inevitable, <laughs> your, yeah. your inevitable uh, person from Lexington or Louisville yeah. or Cleveland or St. Yeah. Louis or Travelers, Pittsburgh or right. whatever that wants to stop in, grab yeah. a six pack yeah. or, or a couple of six packs, take them home and, yeah. and, and make be able to enjoy them even four or five, six months down the road. You can't do that with a growler. I mean, exactly. You know, so, and, uh, so it's a very calculated move what we're trying to do. You know, our, we have a very short term vision, like this summer operate this thing so that people have a great experience. Uh, we sell beer. That's fresh. That's good. That's great. Actually. You know, I, you know, part of my goal is respect in the industry. I want to make quality, quality beer. And part of that is um, the experience, you know, where, wherever they get it. So, so the make sure that's so tap tap room over here. Yes. Always. Yes. Well, so, so let's let's brew pub. Brew so, pub. So if you're over coming here. out, if you're coming out to dinner with somebody, 
Um, and you want to sit down and have a meal and try a bunch of different great beers, uh, this is going to be where you come. Um, if you're coming with a larger group across the street or you just want to grab a beer with somebody, uh, th- that's going to be, there's no, Tap room. yeah, there's no, there's At no Kahana. set restroom. There's no set, or there's, there's no set rest. There there's are restrooms. Are there restrooms? Yeah. 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 We're going to walk it's down actually, to the river. Yeah, it's a test. <laughs> <laughs> go out back. Uh, they, so, so as far as food goes across the street, like there's no set, you know, kitchen in the back. We will probably throw a, a like. We've already worked on getting a grill for the outside, like on a nice summer day. You'll be able to literally buy a burger off of a grill that you know our, our cooks will be back there just cool. throwing yeah. burgers together. Yeah, but cool. um, but no, we want we want this experience to be Maybe over here, like going out to brats. dinner, and that across the uh, you're welcome, across the street is like you're just if you're just coming in to grab a beer, or it's a birthday party, or you're playing in a volleyball league, or a running group, or a biking group, or dodgeball. I will say with the package, we're not going to get divulge the details, but. We will that have was my next question. It will it will be uh, you'll know when it's coming and it'll be one of the better package launches that you've ever seen. Wow. So you, you, there'll be more details coming in the next couple months, but cool. it'll be, uh, be cool. it's going to be cool. And yeah. then and then the cycling. Tell us real quick. Yeah. You know, yeah. About so the, that they're and, open right now. Yeah. So uh, so 50 West Cycling is just down from us. Uh, it, it's it, what we did is we connected the trail. So the trail used to not connect into the back there. It now connects into the to where the cycling was. And that what that was is um, so Oakley Cyclery that was in Oakley, um, husband and wife, twenty years in the business, passionate about cycling, understood the whole industry. And so we looked at it and we said, you know, how cool would it be if, you know, you added this brewing element to it where, you know, we take their expertise from the bike side and then. Essentially, they're going to put together these bike groups. They sell bikes down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pop in right off the trail. They also sell, you know, accessories, everything that you could possibly need to to, to go out for a ride. And uh, we just thought we thought that's a nice it's a nice added element. It's something that's different that nobody else is doing. Right, right. And then the canoeing, which I'm a huge yeah been a canoeer for years and a big fan yeah. of that. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and kind of the details. I was looking at some of that online this morning, this morning, and, and just wondering like where the ten mile trip starts. So 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 it's it, it'll be canoeing, kayaking, and tubing. Right. So what they do is they can essentially um, the, you start at our facility. Well, actually, there's like the little houses that are in the back, the right, little cabana right, houses. Yeah. So um, they basically, you know, you park there and they can drive you up on their drops. They have, uh, they're, they're clarifying all the drops right now for the specifics of it. Um, but, you know, essentially there's like four different rides that right, you could go right. on. Um, and they drive you up and then you finish at the brewery and can come in and drink beers after that. So Cool. Excellent. So Listen, they, they, they should open in May. May, in is, May? Yeah, May is their time frame. And is that you guys too, or is so that same, sort of same thing? So from our standpoint, like we, we're going to continue, continue. You'll to brand it, but it'll it's a different. Yeah, I mean, it, we're all part of the family, right? So right. so uh, we just wanted. I'm not I'm not a tour guide for canoeing and kayaking, and, and <laughs> for us, it's about it's about working with people that are going to help create that experience for the consumer right. that's just top right. notch. So yeah, so they'll be you know they open up in May and go from there. All, all right, right, listen. Uh, some, I heard something about some kind of running groups too, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. I, is that something? So, that yep. So, uh, we're we're gonna we're, so running groups is the important thing. They're not training groups. Um, what we're gonna be doing is like is every Thursday we'll have running groups that go out, and it's basically like so between five and seven o'clock we'll set a little 
a little run for the day. You come in, you write your name down just to check in. You, you write your name back when you, when you finish. Um, and then after you come five times, we'll have like a t-shirt that you get after you go 15 times, the t-shirts get better. Um, but what we're trying to do is just like, I, I think when it comes to running, uh, it's all about it, the hardest part is the first step. So we, it, we feel like that's a really open way to get people that, you know, are maybe a little intimidated by it, or, but want, are interested in doing that to, to get out there and go. And we've seen in other places around the country where it's like, they have like thousands of people that do this uh, ultimately the goal would be maybe you do a training group but we're not going to be running those we'd, we'd recommend that you'd go to like tri-state running group right. or fleet feet or ronkers or one of those and, and we'll be partnering with them to come in uh, so in theory if somebody was like not a runner yeah and your spouse wanted to just drop you off at the bar and then go run with yeah group, then, <laughs> exactly. yeah. yes yeah. that works too right feasible, that, yeah. not that i'm like saying yeah. that's yeah. feasible <laughs> Theory. Oh man, no! Quit telling us about your life so uh. much. Listen, uh, <laughs> we're due for a break. Uh, we'll be right back uh, with uh, Blake Horsberg and Bobby Slattery at Fifty West Brewing in the Ram Room, right here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Oh, yeah. Hi, fans! I want to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pastura.screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. Hi, this is Danny Gold from Quaffillers in Greater Cincinnati. Hi, this is Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant Brewing in Pea Ridge. Hey, hi, this is Peanut from Eight Ball Brewing in Bellevue slash Newport. I'm Eric Bauman from Christian Moreland Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, this is Mitchell Doherty from Eight Ball Brewing in Northern Kentucky, Newport slash Bellevue. Hey, this is Mike Albaroff from Nine Giant Brewing in Pleasant Ridge. Hi, this is Mike Dewey from Mount Carmel Brewing Company in Mount Carmel, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincinnati. Cincy Craft. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast on location. Back here at 50 West Brewing with uh, Blake Horsberg and Bobby Slattery, the uh, co-masterminds of the 50 West Brewing Empire that we were just discussing <laughs> that they're building uh, up here over in uh, Newtown. So you consider yourselves Newtown, Marymount, uh, Marymount. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the government would call us Columbia Township. They're forming their own little city here. We keep hoping we just keep moving enough 50 West. That will be a area. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, you had something. Did you have something? I had a little something. I mean, we, we, we talk about a lot about beer and whatnot and, you know, brewing process. And sometimes I think it's a lot of fun to just sort of get to know like the people behind it just outside of beer. So I have a few questions that are not beer related whatsoever. You mean we can do this? Asked and answered. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Um, Okay. So the first question is actually beer related. What are you drinking a lot of these days? Uh, so, like, what's in my fridge? Yeah. Is that the question? Like, what's kind of your go-to right uh, now? So, I will be a politician here and say the beers I admire, the breweries I admire, rather, are uh, Bellsbury, Avery. Um, gosh, I could name a, a, 
thousand there's four thousand breweries in the united states so um i just read uh lagunitas tony mcgee's book uh just read uh sam Joni's book uh, from dogfish head and so i bought their beer because of it so they they did their job you know nice. making those books and then uh making me <laughs> buy their beers but uh those are breweries i admire because um they've got they've got a story first off they've got this this precedent they were in it at a certain time of the game uh we are as well we've got a huge um thing ahead of us but anyways those are the breweries that i admire and you know it's time of day it's it's when i'm you know interested in it might be the freshest beer i can find on the shelf you know which might be two weeks old at kroger down the street on the way home um or it might be a beer that I'm commercially interested in, you know, trying to make here back at the brewery. So just depends. Um, it's a terrible out, political answer. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what's in your fridge what's, right now. If we want All right, to, so what's in my fridge right now? There's probably 12-plus beers. And we've got Backwoods Bastard, um, you know, last one of a four-pack. I've got uh, Bell's Consecrator. Um, I've got... I've got a Heineken in my fridge. I bought a six pack. It was my green beer for St. Patty's Day. So, um, Sorry, we got a few Miller Lights. Yeah, it's okay. Time and a place. Yeah, time um, and a place for everything. So I've got a Headhunter IPA from Fatheads up in Cleveland. Um, got I haven't gotten into it yet. I, I totally forget the names. Omegang Spring Saison. It's like a four or five percent. How, how about stuff. how about locally? How about uh, locally? Stuff you guys are um, and I know this is a really hard. How local? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't you know. know, I mean, this is a. Re- Sometimes we won't. I won't get an answer. Yeah. So I just want to ask you guys if you have an answer. You know, I'm, I'm you sad know, to say I don't have any quote unquote local. Or what you drink, beers. or what you admire, or who yeah. you, who you like, or. Um, you know, I there's one. There's it. there's one that we get a lot. So. I mean, there's one at we 50 get a lot. West. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> when we ask other brewers, there's one we get a lot. I just want to see if yeah. uh, Bobby, do you have any local beers in your fridge? I don't. I or don't who right you now. like or yeah. who you're. I, actually, who do you, you, want me to be, you want me to be completely honest with you? This is terrible. Yes, we just threw away like half of our fridge. At the, I have two little kids, and so our fridge is like just totally packed with stuff. <laughs> and half of it was taken up by beers. Yeah. And we just threw them all away. Because yeah. they were all hoppy beers that had been in there for like yeah. two months. So they're probably old. That's what I, I told. I was like, I was like, yeah. listen, we just have to pitch all these. And so two months yeah. still good. It could have given yeah. Well, uh, no, <laughs> I know. Brewcast will I always already, take. I cast already. Off. Bo- yeah. Anyways, so we just pitched a ton. Um, I'm trying to think who locally. I, who do you get? You get locally blank slate. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. I mean when Scott's we talk awesome. yeah, I mean when we talk to a lot of the different yeah. brewers, and, yeah. you know, they say blank slate, yeah. Scott's doing great stuff. So yeah, I, th- I figured you guys mentioned that, but uh, go ahead. Well, I- stop yeah, stop hijacking my questions and leading them to say things. <laughs> okay. I admire what Madtree's doing. I'll, I'll say it. I, I think they're doing a great job like philanthropically and uh, quality and all those different things. So, you know, I haven't bought their beer maybe tonight. I don't know. I leave. A, I have a five a.m. flight, so I don't think I'll be yeah. taking much beer. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, I'll be thinking about you when yeah. I get off work at four thirty. Yeah, exactly. By the way. I, oh, really? one, another brewery that I think, like from my standpoint, I really admire that's local, um, Mount Carmel. I just think it's awesome. Like you got to remember, we had a massive competitive advantage. All the breweries that came out in like the last four years had a massive competitive advantage because they allowed us to open up tap rooms. Like those guys were doing this stuff 
way harder under way. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he he filled growlers not because it was cool and it was trendy. No. It was because he didn't have enough yeah. beer to fill by, kegs by for hand, people. Like, just, like send it right. to Kroger. It's like right. like I, I, when you when you talk to Mike, it's like what? Like that? He's got a passion. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and think about that. It's just amazing. You know, I, sometimes I'm like. Like you feel kind of guilty because I'm like we they passed the law and all of a sudden we just had like this and, and they had the same opportunity and, and they're and they're building on it but but it's just a like different time and, and different place and, and yeah. you know Rivertown and Moorline like they they were all in, in that same same spectrum and and um, I don't know it's just neat because we're around each other a lot when you listen to the stories I mean it's funny you know he he was he was my first interview for this program we played him th- you know third but he was my first interview for this program and he just said you know. A tap room never occurred to us. Right. People would yeah. come because we had the package and they could buy the beer. But then they said, "Well, can you know? Can I taste this? Or can I get a can I get a pint? Or can I get a, you know?" And they couldn't. They couldn't do it. They could. They just didn't. Right. Said legally, it never. No. Yeah, legally. No, and he right. just said it never occurred to him that people. You know, but it was that that was an experience yeah, so that was in other parts kudos, of the country. Kudos so. to them. Yes, you know? yes. All uh, right, please. Um, what are some of your other hobbies besides beer? What do you guys do in your free time? Um, Bicycle, canoe, kid, sand volleyball. Yeah. I I enjoy long walks on the beach. No, I enjoy outdoors. You know, I enjoy outdoors. I hike. I like to hike with my dogs. My daughter. Um, I tell us a little more about these dogs. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're a pain in my ass. They're a pain. I, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know what that's like. So, anyways, um, you know, hiking, biking. I like mountain biking, road biking. Uh, we just started our biking group on Wednesday nights, so we'll continue to do that week after week this summer. Um, you know, outdoors, uh, fishing. I enjoy fishing. Nice. I go up north every summer. We have a cabin up in. Uh, upper peninsula of michigan and so i enjoy uh fly fishing and uh spinning uh fishing for uh pike up there so that's a big fish we catch up there that's good eating yeah good stuff cool bobby uh i'm really into i i like to compete (laughs) it sounds stupid but like literally you give me something that's like like currently I'm in a weight loss competition with my friends. <laughs> weight loss competition. I mean, I, I, like I'll just tell you this. It's, it, that's why he keeps vomiting in the commercials. Yeah, sitting here, yeah. he's about looks like he's maybe 135 pounds. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, that was it was it was uh, it was dumb of me to get into it, but I was the, <laughs> Scoot was I, candy I, I closer I to him yeah. just to mess yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah that's, no. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm I'm currently doing. It ends April 18th, and I can't. I can't, can't wait. wait. Yeah. <laughs> Are you close? Are you in the lead? So I like competing, and so the question is: Is do I go? Do I do I not go on a juice diet for two a week? Because I think I can win if I do that. Oh, but I also think I'm gonna look like Skeletor. Yeah, like like one of those actors when they go to the movies, the wild. like yeah. like Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Buyers yes, Club. Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually. Have I think, you contemplated my, cutting an arm off or something? Because that's my a real competitive. They, Don't do they, that. Yeah, they talk about competitive advantage, right? Uh, uh, I think there's probably something in the are, rules that say no. This is the no real. Amputation. This is the real Bobby. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, no, I haven't figured out. I'll probably I could. I could, but if it gets really close, I'm gonna have to buzz my head or something like that just to make sure I win. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that I, I you know, spending time with my family. Blake and I both have little kids, so uh, just dealing. Kids are awesome. My son, yeah. my son's like 
super into his whole life is right now is built around um defending the world from bad guys which is <laughs> just so cool that's great. um so that's that's we've done star wars um so lots of crime fighting yeah just is what you're saying yeah we just pretty much mission impossible the song like we just play that <laughs> and we'll just come up with something so it's like it'll be like ah, oh, you gotta go to bed you brush your teeth like no like come on go upstairs like, no like all right, um, I have a mission. Should you choose to accept it? Will you brush your teeth? Do you accept? <laughs> yes. And then it's like, you know, dun, 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 dun. dun. This dad will self-destruct in yeah, five seconds. Yeah, it's, it's the best. So just doing doing stuff with family is, is really it right now. Yeah. Awesome. What are your uh, Desert Island albums? Oh. <laughs> um, mine would be Fish Farmhouse. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but. Suggest listening to it. It's my nice. favorite album. This is gonna be embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Michael Bolton. <laughs> you no, know, I do. I, I Kenny G. Yeah. I actually, actually, good Michael Bolton story. I did. I was on a cruise with my parents. Like, this is a long time ago when I was a little kid, and I did. How can we be lovers if we can't be friends for karaoke? And like, brought the house down. I killed it. So then, this is when I lived in, I think it was, it was, I was in Chicago. It was like my parents were like, hey, we're doing this cruise. like the last time we're all together. And so I went to Chicago and I was in like a young person's bar and I did How Can We Be Lovers to like literally crickets. Like <laughs> it was the exact opposite uh, reaction. And I was like, oh. Um, so uh, I don't, I'm trying to think like album that would be, I was going to say Jock Jams. That's so embarrassing. But <laughs> which volume? Which volume? <laughs> I'm really into Spotify right now. Yeah. So like, I, that's that's like, I just like put on Spotify. They joke because I'll, I'll, for the trying to lose weight. I in the mornings I work out, and then these guys will get into my car. Like we'll go drive across the street, and it'll literally be like, "Call me maybe on full blast." Like in the car. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I was working out this morning. I was like really pumped up. I'm like, this is a song that just gets me going." So uh, there's nothing wrong with jock jams as your like desert out. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, you've got to find something to keep you going. Yeah, Yeah. you'd probably get really worn out relatively fast, like especially if you'd be there for a long time. But still watch um, Space Jam. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that would be the Beatles are amazing. Like I sometimes I'll just like. Like Sundays, it might be 92.5 Eastern. Can I say yeah, that? Beatles, yeah, Beatles, uh, Breakfast of the Beatles. Beatles. Breakfast of the Beatles. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, like, Breakfast of the Beatles. So, so, like, Sunday, I was just driving, and I was like, I should put on the Beatles and just... Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like the perfect, it, like, nice day morning music. Well, yeah, and it's amazing, like, how many good songs they wrote. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, wow. Like, you're just am- so many. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so next, there are a few Bobcats at this table. Angie and myself I and you guys. Majority, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, we're at four, four six podcasts. Bobcats right now. Um, what is your favorite memory from OU? Oh man, I don't remember it, but <laughs> I was told that I walked barefoot from my house to Jackie O's, and I got caught in the uh, in the kitchen eating like all the. <laughs> All the uh, <laughs> toppings from the pizza line. Like I put, you know, banana peppers and pepperoni and olives and feta cheese, like in this like amalgamation of stuff, and I just put it together. And I was like gonna put it in my pocket to take it home. Like, <laughs> and, they, and they caught me in the back, so I got the nickname Barefoot Bandit. <laughs> and uh, if we go to Jackie O's tomorrow, will we be able to? Will we could, get the story? You out can of probably them? ask Art or Brad. 
there. I'm sure you could. <laughs> and anyways, uh, so. And that's I, I what inspired that's you to kinda, start your own brewery, like, right? Yeah, that, that was pretty much like my last couple of weeks there, I think. So that was one of my high, high lives, high notes of college. Wait, what was yours? Mine was um, Milfest. Was it 2009 or 2000? Two, probably 2009. Um, my best friend, her name is Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking to some guys at this house we were at. It was their house that they, from like five or six years ago, they didn't currently live there. Yeah. But they were all like super excited. This is where he lived, whatever. <laughs> And I don't know, like, they were talking about doing keg stands, and we were like, oh, not right now, whatever. And um, I said, I think we have to go soon. Well, these guys heard me say soon and thought I was calling my friend Lauren Sue. (laughs) 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 And so they were like, Sue, Sue, let's go. Come on. And they started chanting, crazy Sue, crazy Sue. And she's like, they're just like hoisting her up. And she's doing this keg stand. She's wearing a dress. Like you can see her ass. Like, and everybody like in this backyard is just chanting crazy Sue. Her name is not Sue (laughs) at all. Um, That's mine. I I feel like there's so many that I can't even like, A, that I don't probably remember very well. And B, that I just like was so in the moment. Yeah, right. No, I have no problem with you hearing because. I can't, I I imagine yours might be breaking into the baseball stadium at night. That was definitely really fun. Yeah, when we. Oh, well, I don't want my bosses if they were. When when they were my bosses at the time. Summers in Athens were always great. Um, My junior and senior year, those were like probably my best memories ever because yeah. the river park pool that was always awesome and uh you lived at river park i didn't oh. live at river park oh, okay. but i had my junior year i had friends who lived at river park and we lived at mill iron so it was nice. right across the street um and so we just would bring like 30 racks of like natty over to the pool That's and great. like just get hammered like from 11 a.m until it was time to go out uh, and then go time out time in a place right i mean you know yeah. it was great does it have to be during our college years? Because Bobby's got some memories, I think, after well, no, I mean, college. I, you know, I've, I've got a couple of memories just visiting. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. I'm laying on the couch in her apartment one night, and some guy bursts in the door. Where's, where's Dan? Jared? Where's, where's Dan? Dan? Where's, where's Dan? Dan? Where's Dan? I'm uh, like, well, first of all, I said, there's no fucking Dan here. And second here. of all, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but then, then later, later, going later around I called Dan, and I was like, Dan, where are you? He's like, I'm locked inside a J-bar. Like... Okay, so you're an and that was Ohio. That was Ohio. <laughs> that brewery. was Ohio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm locked inside a we, Jay's crying, like hey, weeping on the phone. All right, we're listen. We're due for another break. We'll be right back. <laughs> down running down the internet, running down yeah. memory lane with uh, Blake Horsberg <laughs> and Bobby Slattery from Fifty West. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. You are listening to Cincy Brewcast on location. If you can't tell us, we certainly understand, but how many other, and if you can mention to us, uh, even if you don't want to get into specifics, facilities did you guys look at before? And, and, and you, then it sounds to me like you're saying this was kind of love at first sight for the Rock 10 building. It, it was definitely a love at first sight, but there were a few other spots um, in the area that we were looking at. Uh, we, we really liked this area. We really wanted to stay here, um, so we were trying really hard to find something and 
uh, to try and work things out with um, you know the city and the state to try and keep us here too. Um, you know, we are a very young company and we've been doing very well, but it takes a little bit of help, especially to redevelop a site like that. Hi, I'm Tom Hall from Christian Moreline Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, I'm Steve Hampton with the Brewery District and Over the Rhine. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, I'm Jake Rouse from Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hey, just a little bit of uh, housekeeping. Uh, first of all, uh, as we mentioned uh, earlier in the program, uh, Tina's got another couple of things she wants to mention here real quick. But uh, uh, early in the program, we discussed that we were over at Braxton on Saturday for their first anniversary uh, celebration. And uh, we will be bringing you some of the sounds and sights. Well, not sights, but the sounds and so forth. Uh, we got to, we'll describe got to, the yeah, sights. We got to talk to everybody. I heard um, there was a pretty cute dog. Last week, we had a really a good time over there. Those guys really are knocking it out of the park. And... And uh, so we're going to uh, put together uh, the audio from uh, that package and put that together in a package on our next program, Say the fourth again. package. And <laughs> and then the 11th, uh, the show on uh, on April 11th, uh, we're going to have uh, Cincy Beer Quiz. They will be doing their inaugural uh, beer quiz. Oddly enough, at Braxton Brewing Company on April 27th. So a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to get together with uh, the people from Cincinnati, Cincy Beer Quiz. We will uh, be talking to them about beer. We'll drink a few beers. We'll play a little bit of the game and find out what that's all about. Uh, and then on the 16th of April, uh, the uh, Saturday, the uh, 16th, we will be... Cincy Brewcast Live as compared to Cincy Brewcast on locations, which is where we are today, uh, at Fibonacci Brewing in Mount Healthy. And uh, they've been around for uh, a, a little bit over a year now. We'll get it, ch- or not quite yet. No, that's, not that's right, not quite yet. But we'll, but we'll get with them. We'll talk to Bob and Betty Bolas and uh, see how things have been going over there. And we're going to really, drink all their beer. We're going to drink as much of their beer as we possibly can hold. We're going to have a really good time. So those are the next uh, three upcoming programs here on Cincy Brewcast. Uh, next week, uh, Braxton. And maybe, maybe, uh, we, we, we won't announce we, we it. Won't, yeah, because I haven't talked to them at all, actually. So I'll have Sorry. to get with them. That's fine. <laughs> I'll shoot them an email tonight. And uh, I will too. And then uh, and then uh, Cincy Beer Quiz and then uh, Fibonacci. So yeah, that's the idea. Thank you very much. By the way, Thank I got to tell you, this is easily one of the finest half a dozen or so IPAs that I've had in quite some time. I mean, we drink a lot of them. You know, everybody everybody's got one. Everybody likes them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of the guys on the groups, I don't know if you guys are on the groups or look at the groups or lurk or whatever, but, you know, and everybody's talking about Pliny and Hattie and, you know, this is some, I mean, I don't want to say that the stuff that the guys are coming up with it, who farted up, upstate is not, is what? not, what did um, you say? who farted, uh, <laughs> is, is not good. We've had a couple of those on the show, but, but, um, uh, you know, I don't think anybody around the country is doing as good as good a th- stuff as guys like you mad uh, mad tree with their high series braxton with the trophy series i just think it's just i think it's fant- i think it's just so fantastic that you can get such good Thanks. ipa in this town and 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 again this is another one and again the name escapes me so please 
that's done in a day. Done in a day. It doesn't taste like it was done in a day. No, it's not. No. I wouldn't taste very good. Uh, and this is this is this is obviously on right now. Yep, on tap, and, and, um, as well as the state lines logger. That's right. So uh, you're coming out with the uh, uh, fool's gold again with uh, with yeah, with, with Scott the, uh, again, right? Yeah, we'll we'll try that. And what, uh, what about patrol car? Oh, that was contested. Yeah, we should definitely brew that again. I agree with it's you. Season four. <laughs> Um, Does that, is that we did that this time last year. Um, was you know, it? We just didn't have tank space this year. Uh, we might do it, but yeah, it was about March of 2015. Is is, is that part of the thing? Well, 120, 160 some odd beers that you guys have yeah, done. We, is it just like a committee? And everybody yeah, so kind of says, "What do you want to brew? Friday, what do we?" Every yeah. Friday we have a uh, a meeting um, with sales and production. And so it's our beer production meeting, and, and we talk about what's selling, what's not selling, and uh, what's we, on the boards. What's on the boards? Um, so best sellers here, and yeah. So we, we've ran into like before, where all of a sudden, if we don't keep it balanced, like our boards could turn into just like all IPAs, right. or the we've opposite. We've talked about that you know, a little bit before. Where you walk or, into a bar, and yeah, it's just all one style, right? And it, and right. It, it, so that's so you have to you have to goal. you got to balance that out and so we, we basically look and we say like one are we hitting the spectrum inside the brew pub so does we have the variety that would hit multiple different people when they walked in and then you know second thing that comes into play is like what's selling really well out in the marketplace um or, or what's what holes do we see in the marketplace that we might want to brew a beer to, that would fit inside one of those those spots so there's all these moving pieces a, going on. It's a fascinating side of this whole oh, thing that we love. Yeah, that is, is interesting though. I don't and think a lot of us think about. We've it screwed it up many know. a times. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like we've done it where you know uh, we brew too many of one style that uh, you know it's not to say that it's a bad beer, but it doesn't sell as well because the 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 amount of like consumers that would be interested in it is relatively small. It's because we're wearing a lot of different hats. Too. Yeah. We're, we're being a distributor. We're self-distributed right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're distributing our own product. So it means we got to keep inventory on our product, um, both going out the door and then inside. And so it's, it's a lot of, like we talked about, balls in the air. But, We've, uh, we really have it, though. I mean, it's amazing how... You how far data, we've come yeah and, and you're able to like have data points and know what works what doesn't work and we, so but you know, well and it was interesting to me because when i you know you said what do you want to drink you know when we got here and and the the, the irish red the gaddy gaddy and he comes out with a half a glass it's good like it blue news. it's yeah. good the bad news is you only get a half but this is exactly what's supposed yeah. to happen yeah. Yeah. Irish like, red is supposed to blow right after a second we talked about that with like the Bach beer and yeah. stuff you know yeah. with Roadbach if yeah. you don't have Roadbach now how are you going to sell that exactly yeah. so yeah so exactly so we're doing our job correctly wait Gaddy's kick today I think so yeah I think that's actually perfect this weekend good job um but uh, we know. do what we can, <laughs> and it was damn good. And if you didn't get any, then you uh, are going to have to miss out. Wait till next year. year. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, back to the IPA, though. I I am really you know I I'm humbled that you said that. Appreciate that. Um, I think we are making great beer, um, and it's uh, the, we can attest that to um, parameters or systems. You know, putting things in place like uh, yeast cell counting um, or. <laughs> You know the hops. Damn. You know the amount of hops we're using, and, and the variety of hops we're using, and the amounts of hops we're using. So it's it's uh, it's a lot of different things that are put into place. But I think we're making great beer. I think it's fresh. I think it's uh, pungent. I think you know it's good stuff, and I, I appreciate that. Thought, also, that the sentiment. the amount of beers 
that we brew here works towards that advantage as well because you know we'll brew certain styles and say hey we really like this about it or you know we didn't like this about it and they they evolve over time mm-hmm. i think I, I just think that's what's so cool about you know what, what with this expansion that we're doing there's a lot of time and effort that went into all these beers it's not this isn't you know a recipe that we just came up right. with out of the blue yeah, it's, it's like this is thing's been evolving over you know 3 years to get it where it where you know where it is so and, and some of the some of the more interesting stuff that you've done i would love to 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 be a fly on the wall and hear some of those ideas and yeah, some of the stuff that, that doesn't happen yeah. and some of the stuff that you you know you've kind of talked about that you just put on the back burner and we'd like to do this or well i'll tell you what let's take a short another short break and we'll come back and then maybe we can talk about that and wrap it up and tina's got a couple other things she wants to talk about uh so we'll do that uh, right after this on cincy brewcast the voice of cincy craft you are listening to cincy brewcast on location Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. And be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. This Week in Beer. Tina, with a little feature this week in beer, uh, just something real quick. Uh, looks like you got a Groupon. Yeah, it's real quick. Um, I This is not like an ad whatsoever. I just, I recently sort of rediscovered Groupon. Um, when I found out that I could get uh, Sublime with Rome and the Dirty Heads tickets for $23 um, through Groupon. I was just like perusing it today because I saw there were like six packs of leggings for 30 bucks and you know, what have you. <laughs> um, I found two brewery tour deals um, on Groupon that you can get. The first one. I hear the breweries love these, by the way. <laughs> certain ones, I'm sure. Don't talk to Scott about it, but um, the first one is Rivertown for twenty nine dollars. You can get a tour for two, fifteen dollar credit at the barbecue restaurant, two wow. glasses to, t- to take home, and an empty growler. Fifty five dollar value for twenty nine on Groupon. The second one is Listerman. There's like four tiers of this. For twelve dollars, you can get a brewery tour for two dollars or for two dollars for two people. Um, twenty dollars, you can get a tour for two people, two pint glasses and an empty growler. For twenty two, you can get a tour for four people, and for forty dollars, you can get a tour for four people, four empty pint glasses to take home, and two empty growlers. So, um, if you guys are kind of looking for something to do a little bit on the cheap. Those are a couple of options while still sticking loyal to your and craft brewery. Talking about uh, talking Cincinnati. about p- places that are doing expansions. Uh, Listerman uh, is working on still continuing to work on their tap room. I stopped in there the other day. They're all of their 
windows like roll up like garage doors now mm-hmm. wow. it is the coolest cool. it's a really cool tap room wow. now like at the top the the quote-unquote indoor beer garden section that they're putting in it's 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 gonna be pretty neat when they get everything finished That's sweet so when we left off uh for our battery change actually we we uh we were talking about sort of behind the curtain behind the curtain uh you that know recorded sort <laughs> of really good. People, well, he does recorded. uh Stuff that you guys have done, stuff that you guys want to do, stuff that you've been, you know, been, you know, we talked about the state lines logger. That was something that was, I guess, controversial. Is there some other stuff that you guys maybe have coming down the line or so I'm ideas? Just say or, it, uh, we've got a whiteboard that we put beer ideas on, and my idea, actually, it's not my idea. It's an idea that I it. advocate and I, <laughs> I want to facilitate. It's called Euro Trip. And I love gyros, so it's everything that you'd put into a gyro, all the different, you know, spices and flavors. And it sounds terrible, but I want to do it. I want to brew it. I want to brew a liquid gyro. Well, it's it's like the, the <laughs> turn for the worst that Scott yeah, does right. out of blank. That's it's a like, great one. Sounds, that sounds disgusting, yeah. but when you taste it, it's amazing. Like, exactly. That, that so tastes like what you said part, it was going to Part of this like. adventure is just trying it, just doing it. Like, let's see if it actually works. And we feel confident enough in our brewing skills. Like, we can make a batch of beer that will taste somewhat good. I mean, I don't know if it'll sell all that well, but we, we feel confident that we can make a beer that's that's uh, drinkable. It's a trend, isn't it, to, to, to make beer taste like something else? For sure. You know, Listerman, I guess Listerman and Triple Digit was kind of the start of it in this market, and then so many of the breweries now have really come oh, into Christmas being able pickle to pickle make... from Urban Artifact. Oh, yeah, one of my favorite one of my favorite beers. Interesting. Uh, the the ice cream stout, yeah. and also just oh. just recently the uh, Irish coffee brown there from uh, Mount Carmel, just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. lovely. It's uh, amazing flavors, to mimic and, flavors that people are familiar with, like we and, talked about earlier, right? And, and one of the things that happen, uh, one of the things that can happen and has happened, and I've se- seen it happen and tasted the results, is that you'd make something like that and it doesn't taste like beer, and yeah, all of these the things. Yes, all of these things still taste like beer. They have they have the flavors, the churro. It, from it, the... It, it, it has the flavors, but it still tastes like beer. You mm-hmm. know, it's not that far afield from, you know, if you say I want a beer, yeah. I don't want something that is. I mean, I want something that reminds me of a coffee beer yeah. or, a, right. or a cup of Irish uh, Irish whiskey or whatever it is. Yeah. But I don't want it just to taste that. I want to taste the beer too. So yeah. And a lot of credit to all you brewers yeah. for, for being able to pull that kind of thing off. And that goes back to the art you know, side of things. It's like we're doing this because we're creating something. We, we play this role of creator, and we're able to try different things, put different ingredients together, and, and see what comes out the other end. And, you know, there's a whole business that's attached to it, but it's an art. Sort of, no, sort of Gnome's question we were talking about before is, is – um, is is there something that you guys did that you were really surprised that really didn't go over like you thought it would? And then there's, by the same token, is there something that you guys have done that you went, well, you know, this is a great idea, but I don't really know if people are going to like it, but we want to do it, and then it goes crazy. Um, so, yeah, I can attest to that. Uh, Gnarly Gnome is drinking the Scotch Ale going plaid. It's our yes. worst-selling beer, I think, to date. Uh <laughs> But it's terrible. It's that's great. why. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, sh- I should have had one because I'm a big uh, Scotch Ale fan. It's, it's really it's good. Strong. It's malty, uh, rich, sweet, caramely. T- 
toasty, nutty, bready, all those flavors, and and um, it's just it doesn't sell well in draft, so that's that's where we're at. Like it would probably do get, really really well in package, and we're just not there yet. So, anyways, I don't I don't, it, I don't think it even sells in, in package. Well, it might sit on the shelf, but it can sit on the shelf too. So. No, no, no. It's not. It, it, it's not. It's not like saison is a, is a beer that just oh, like great example. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Okay. If you're trying to, if the goal is trying to sell okay. beer, then saison is such a unique and and it's just such a cool style of beer. And it's on the lighter side, and it's pretty, you know, easy drinking. Spicy, it's effervescent. And like. you'd think that it would sell really well, like when you when you brew one that's awesome, and the consumers just aren't into it. And and I mean, even in brew, we're not the only brewery. Like breweries have gotten behind this and be like, hey, saison, this is going to be the style that like, this is the summer that saison takes off, right. and it just doesn't. Like people just aren't that into it. Um, it but and I've and I've noticed this since just in the brief amount of time we've been doing the show and also in the you know five seven eight ten years that i've been drinking craft beer is that there's that a wide there's well there's there's it was done the math I, I, think that, I think there's my third grade counting uh <laughs> referring referring to earlier in the show there's beers that are brewers beers aren't they? yes right yes i mean Absolutely. yes that That's the brewer just has got to have you got to yeah. make it yeah, yeah. got to have it what was it you guys brewed like three what was it no it was uh what was the time? It wasn't Scotch Ales where you brewed like three of them in a row, and we were just had so much, and we're like, we're never gonna be able to get rid of. I this. think it was at Saison. It wasn't the Saison. No, it was a. Um, uh, anyways, the brewer. The, it might have been a quad. Was it a quad you guys did? When you brewed back to back one time. It, this is a, this is a challenge because you have you have the brewers who like. There's a lot of excitement in that right. Scotch Ale, yeah, and there's totally. a lot of like amongst the brewing side of things. It is like. Yeah, like this is awesome, and then it goes out, and you know, it goes out, and Max comes Fables. back, and he's like. No one's buying it. And then the tap room sales, we get them back, and we're like, well, nobody's buying it here either. And we know it's a great beer, and everybody in the back's high-fiving because they're like, this is freaking awesome. Like, we killed this. Proud, proud of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it just gets stifled. Yeah. It does, and it, it, like, it's like we always say, like, just because – just because you don't like a beer, like when someone comes to 50 West, we always say, like, listen, you, we have a lot of different styles here. You're going to love some of these, and there's going to be some you, you don't like at all. But just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's a bad beer. It just doesn't fit your profile of, of what you're looking for. And so that you'll see that. Scotch Ale is a great example of that. Because and then something that you've done that you said, well, no one's going to like this. And then... Oh, so that just went keep, crazy? You can't hardly keep uh, it up. I'm trying to think of something that was like Jalapenos was a little bit like that. I think we we yeah, sold a lot that's more. A great, that's a we great sold idea. a lot more in Jalapenos than we. Which thought. you've got on right now. Yeah, it's our Jalapeno Stout. Yeah. It's like eleven and a half percent, really um, strong Jalapeno beer, spiced, you know, pepper beer, and, and it, it it did really well. We went up to uh, Columbus Beer Fest and we did Cincy Beer Fest. We brought it there, sold really well. Like it, it was probably second to the IPA that we brought. Um, you know, and that's an atmosphere where people are trying different things and want like the most intense of a flavor or, you know, the most, uh, esoteric or whatever. But, um, that's probably a great example. I'd say of something that we've done that cross our fingers, it, it works, you know, so. there was a, um, another jalapeno that you guys did at one point that I fell in love with and I can't remember what it was now off the top of my head. I'm trying to dig through my notes here as you guys are talking, trying to remember, but well, according to Great beer. We did 120, and according to uh, 150, <laughs> and 165. Hard to believe you can't figure it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a sense, 
just to kind of try to wrap it up, I mean, what do you guys really feel like is going to be success, uh, success for you guys? I mean, you guys are already. I mean, it's a, I, you yeah, know, it's a question. Term. It's a question that I asked a lot of people, especially early on in the first year. Yeah, we're doing it now, starting our second year, and it's almost it's really a dumb question because. There's already been so much stuff that you guys have accomplished. Right. Festivals and some limited package and, and then this expansion that's going to take yeah. place. Uh, you know, maybe the question now is, is where do you all see it heading? Or what is, the, what, what is an ultimate goal? Or what is an ultimate sort of... Well, my goal, personally, is I'm going to brew beer for the rest of my life. Because when I wake up, there's beer involved. You know, in the, in, the, in the morning, it's like, okay, I get to go to a brewery to talk about beer, to work on, you know, different things that bring beer together, that bring people together. Um, so that's my motivator, and that's why I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. The other thing is, um, you know, the, the people, like all these people that we've, we've put together that, that are part of this team that make up what 50 west is that don't get the glory the glamour that of you know what it means give them some glory let's yeah for sure so so ryan 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 blanford is our head brewer he's uh gone above and beyond what you know it takes to to make sure beer is in the tanks and uh, you know we're pushing beer through the system to meet what makes a beer uh, a brewery a business break even or, or or work you know keep it keep it going down the road and and um, you know, Chris, Alec, they're back there yeah. working every day. You know, hard, long hours, and you know that's my team. You know, does make you know it, it's it's a rough life, but it's a labor of love, and it's it's what you know I think they want to do. So. There's not a lot of guys in this business that are doing it just as a job, are there? I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, there's a few guys, but but but. But really, you gotta have, and it's, I mean, not to brag, but it's kind of the same thing with with us. We we yeah. don't do this because, you know, we're just, you know, I mean, we don't make any money really off of this, but we do this because we love the culture, we love the movement, we love the product, and and you talked about people. We get to talk with so many great people, mm-hmm. and you guys, you know, definitely fall into that category now. Just of, of just being, we there is not one person yeah. that we've talked to that we felt was, you know. A jerk or yeah. you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just all the guys that are involved in craft beer are really just so nice and have been so kind to us. We appreciate that. Uh, so you talked about goals, like short-term goals for us is open this facility, brew beer, um, get beer in a package, get it into people's hands, like short-term goals. Long-term, I can't look 20 years down the road. I can tell you right now that I want to do this for the rest of my life, but it's going to be a, a day at a time, you know, a week at a time, and make sure we're hitting those data points and and making making sure the business works right well that's that's always been kind of one of my big questions is just how big can can you get and still really love this you know yeah it, it, well if you if you talk to like tony mcgee of lagunitas you know i just read his book he's talking about global expansion he's talking about you know partnering up with heineken and he's putting a brewery back in LA, back in California to produce beer for uh, Mexico and, and beyond. So, well, you know, other, as on l- the other end of the spectrum, what's uh, Dick, Dick Cantwell from, from Elysian, you know, sold and then sure. said, you know what, this is, this is not what I've ever wanted for, for the brewery. This is way too big. Sure. So it's, you know, there's perspective. There's, there's I, like for us, 
we want to do something special next year. Like that's and by next year. Next year is now. I've been saying next year for so long. It's literally now. <laughs> we want to do something special. And and the coolest thing in the in the like, Fifty West used to be this weird word that we would say when we started. So it was it was the name of your business. And then people were like, well, what's your brewery called? And you remember like saying it and be like, Fifty West. You think that's cool? <laughs> and, and and now it's like become something. Like people yeah. are like they're like it is definitely cool. You know what I mean? They're like I love Fifty West, and it's so neat that like. But I remember when we started, and it was like, I hope you don't think that's a dumb name. Uh, <laughs> and so, I, like next this this expansion for us is about making an impact. And in, in obviously the people that have put the hard work into 50 West to make it what it's become, but then also for the consumers that love 50 West. And, and hopefully we we add value to people's lives in ways they hadn't seen before. Um, and if we do that, then then that's a success. If we can add value to other people's lives in ways that they didn't see coming, um, I don't think this, this business can fail because that's that's a powerful thing to do. And so... You know, uh, that's the first step in my mind with with what's happening next in our business. And then, like Blake said, it's hard to look twenty years out. And I don't, we don't have a number. Like our goal is not necessarily, you know, exactly. to, to be. I don't, I don't even know if it's possible to be. <clears throat> this whole brewery thing may become just really, really regionalized. And when I say regionalized, I mean like it could be as regionalized as like whatever you want to call where we are, Columbia Township, Marymount. 50 Westville. Yeah, 50 Westville. <laughs> or or it could be, you know, Ohio. I, I I don't know. We don't know the answer to that right now. Is this is the fear of failure still there? Like, do you guys still there's a lot of fear fears. that this isn't yeah. going to work? Because uh, There's a lot of fears every day. You know, it's... Uh, no, I, I, I feel, like I said about the beers earlier, I feel confident that we're making a quality product. As long as we're doing that, I think that's, you know, one piece of the puzzle. But, um, you know, there's a lot of different uh, obstacles that we have to overcome, and, and some of them are internal, some of them are external. But um, you know. Everybody always talks about, like, it's like, Craft beer doomsday. Don't it's say like, the, don't say, don't don't about? say the bubble it's word. Bubble popping. Right? It's talk about the bubble. It always gets brought up. It's, and it's, it's like what the, like there's just gonna be some day where everybody just decides oh, that they don't, don't like, like this, this anymore. anymore. I gotta yeah. go back to Bud Light. But it's like one of the it's like one of the favorite questions, and it, it's it's interesting because it always it's not gets, a moment. It's always people bring it up, up and they're like, well, so like when's this whole thing gonna end? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that answer. It hasn't happened. Um, I mean, it's only gonna continue to grow. Uh, and, and you know, you, there is a fear that that doomsday comes, but I think you're always scared with any new venture that you take because you're putting yourself at risk. But the difference between this and what we did before was we have such a solid team in place, and we have so many people that have proved that they're capable of doing great things that it just comes down to hard work. So if we don't succeed over there, it's because we just didn't work hard enough, or we just didn't put the effort into it that we needed to put into it. I think it's I think it's telling and this is just something that popped into my head but probably from the year 2000 to 2015, 2016 today has been the really exponential and gigantic growth of craft beer. Mm-hmm. And probably 8 to 10 years of that time is probably some of the worst economies we've ever had in the United States. True. Yeah. And the fact that that, that this business this industry this movement Thriving. has been growing exponentially throughout 
says something. It says something about the product. It says something about the people that consume it. Mm -hmm. And it says something about the people, especially that are involved in it, that want to make the beer, that want to do the product, that want to, and and, you know, and you you guys and so many other guys in this town and all across the nation, 4,000, over 4,000 breweries now, um, just it's 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 mind-boggling and it's a testament i mean i think it's a testament so well and and do you guys like do you like this you look at cincinnati as the small microcosm of craft beer in the country and like you guys are at least in this area you're now one of the almost veterans of cincinnati craft beer (laughs) when you but but then that's you know to you that's crazy to us that's just that's the way it is i mean 2012 Mm -hmm. it's not that long ago but in cincinnati craft beer yeah. lore whatever yeah. it is you know and does that d- 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 boost our confidence yes i mean the, the, the market's changed too like like i don't think we hit at a really 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 good time like we all hit together at a really good time um and i don't think like what was able to be accomplished back in between 2012 and now I don't know if that's as easy as it, as, like, it, it was relatively easy for us. Yeah, you know, at the same time, a Taft's Ale House couldn't open in 2012, but it can now. Like, it just gets, yeah. gets better, and it just, it just gets, keeps getting better. And it so gets you have to bigger keep, and better. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. It, it, so, you, so you have to keep up. You have to keep up with that, and, and, and that's great for the consumer. It's great for the industry because everybody, the expectations are higher. You just can't, you know, you just can't just brew beer and say that you're from Cincinnati and get, get credibility. It's like the consumer knows a lot more now. So, um, the, the market's not going to burst. It's going to keep growing, but the, the expectations within the market are getting higher and higher. That's, that's what's happening, which is great for everybody. Well, when I tell you, I'll tell you when it comes to meeting expectations and coming and having a top quality, uh, brew pub experience, we didn't even talk about the food. And which I've, John. which which uh, which, which uh, pains me, but we'll have another show. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when it comes live, to expo- a live yeah, show, yeah, sitting yeah, on the beer exactly, garden, exactly, and eating the food and drinking the beer. Uh, but when it comes to ex- expectations, I think you guys hit it right out of the park. I think it's a terrific experience here. Always has been from the very beginning, uh, and. Um, continued success we kind of got to wrap it up so you. I, you know let yeah, you guys get on that. with your day but we appreciate the time uh blake horsberg and uh bobby slattery barry i must read it wrong hey barry barry thanks for joining us barry yeah. blake horsberg and bobby slattery from uh, 50 west thank you guys very much we really appreciate the time we thanks, really guys. appreciate the understanding that you had with the last oh yeah time we were supposed to get together we couldn't uh but we certainly appreciate it uh and thanks for joining us on cincy brewcast thanks continued awesome. success same with you go podcast i'm all on board with podcasts <laughs> right now absolutely <laughs> we're on I, have, I have one thing i want to push yeah if that's okay um tomorrow that would be the 29th yes of march at the overlook lodge there's gonna be a real live old-fashioned sides show yeah. I want people to come to it. There's going to be fire. There's going to be titty tassels. They're going to be like walking, wow. walking on glass. Whoa. There's going to be like sparks. Titty, titty tassels? And, yeah. <laughs> all right. all kinds of cool stuff. Sure it's for that, right? free. It's 9 o'clock at the Overlook Lodge. Um, we actually we have giant windows in the front, and we have to cover up our windows because and, it's NSFW. And I read that you have to sign a release. And you have to sign a release. So it's going to be really, really fun oh, if you're like super weird and like weird stuff. 
<laughs> you were definitely come. There's nothing You're weird about titty putting tassels. ideas in our head for the tap room across yeah, the street. Yeah, for sure. So um, I just really want to. That's up. coming up. I'm working that tomorrow night, so um, I would love to be able to fill the bar with all. What time does it start? Uh, nine o'clock. Awesome tweet. All right, so that's Tina from Overlook uh, Lodge in Pleasant Ridge. Queen of Cincinnati Crab Beer Commentary, The Gnarly Gnome. TheGnarlyGnome.com. Go check it out. Uh, thanks again to Blake Angie and Bobby Cisneros. from Angie Cisneros from OPG. Absolutely. And uh, my name is Mike Cisneros. We thank you for listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Crab. <laughs> <laughs>